Love it. I'll fucking let's get started. Yesterday's daf was daf ayin ches. Today's ayin tes. And we do a review of yesterday's daf kete today's. We're learning for refuah shleim for adas basronia. Bichal abiyu bas yudas. Amy bas dvoira. And all else who need. And uh, we started a brand new parak yesterday. So we're going to go over the, the beginning of the parak. Get to today's daf. So. Um, we started off uh, talking about property that comes to the woman's possession. So there's, uh, depends when it comes into her possession, first of all. If it come, came into her possession prior to the Arison, prior to, to the betrothal, and then she got betrothed, so nobody denies, Beisham and Beisham both agree that she has full autonomy. She can do with that property as she pleases. She wants to give it as a gift to somebody. The husband can't say boo. Okay. Gift? What are you giving gifts for? What kind of business? Okay. He, no. wasn't, he was nothing to her then. No, but the betrothal. Now they're betrothed. But it was hers before. Why oh, do you, you think mean... he got engaged to her? Oh, because of that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, all that wealth is gone. Gifted away. Ah, nothing to say. But that's why he wanted to marry her. From the exactly. Of course, that was his whole intention. But listen, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. It's her boss. She's the boss. However, if the property falls into her, pro- into her hands um, after the Irsin, so then it's Machlok is Bishamisil. is she still can sell it? Bishamisil says, no, she cannot. Lechatchila. Um, um, but they both agree that if she does sell it, it's a good sale. So, in other words, all they still are saying in that case. Is that um, is that is that it's not the right thing to do to go ahead and sell something that came into her possession after the betrothal? Not so good, nice, but if she does it, it certainly she is still and in control. And she keeps the money. And there's nothing you can say, right? Exactly. Now, um, well, no, she. Well, what do you mean? She could spend the money. She could do with the money as she pleases. Yeah. You know. Anyway, Rabbi, okay, she what? does whatever if she wants with the money. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Okay. Now, no bias on the husband. Okay. Now, Reb Yud, if unless she brings it into the marriage, that's that's her choice. Okay. Now, Reb Yud says that the Chum said to Rabbi Gamliel, "Why shouldn't he uh, have the right? After all, it's Achamisha. Shouldn't he get her nechasa?" And Rabbi Gamliel said, "We're embarrassed that the the new stuff she um, he has control over. You want even the old stuff to also be that way?" So um, anyway, what if property comes into her domain after the nisuin? That's like, you know, that's what, that's what it happened. After she was already constant. So nobody disagrees. This is both Bisham and Zillel are made on the other side that even if she would sell it and gift it, the husband can take it away from the buyer, take it away from the recipient and say, sorry, my wife had no rights to do that. And um, he can take it away. When is this? When, when it was, came to her possession during the suing. On, after the suing. After, like after, after the suing. After, uh-huh. after they're ready... She could do nothing. After Yichudrum, uh-huh. after Yichudrum, she has no rights of selling at that juncture. Uh-huh. Both Beisham and Beisham will agree. Uh-huh. Now, what if it came to her possession prior to the Nisuin? And now it's after the Nisuin. Okay? So, Rabbi Gamliel says, if she sold it, it's still a good sale. Not that she should sell it, but if she did, it's a good sale. On that, Rabbi Hanin ben Akavya, says 
um, that they said to the to Rabbi Gamliel, what do you mean? He's Nisuin over here, since he has the rights to the woman. So shouldn't he have the rights to the Nechassim as well? So he said, we're embarrassed on the Chedoshim. You want also things that she brought into the Nisuin as well? Anyway, that's the answer that he says. Rab Shimon makes a distinction. He says, it depends if it's a Nechassim Yiduim or Nechassim She'en Yiduim. If it's Yiduim Labal, so then no sale. Um, and if the sale is done, it's butter. If it's not, you're doing the bow, so then what he doesn't know doesn't bother him, and uh, she shouldn't sell, she still shouldn't, shouldn't sell the khatrila, but if it's sold, she, if she did sell it, it is a good sale. And that is the Mishnah. So, first thing we want to understand is why is it that in the Reisha there's no machlokes, everybody agrees, and why in the Seifa, meaning the next line, it's machlokes. What's the difference? What happens? Bottom line is, who cares whether it came into possession prior to the Eresin or after the Eresin? Um, in either one, it, why isn't it the same halacha? Either you could sell it, you can't, you can't sell it, you shouldn't sell it, but, the, but, the, but why would we make a distinction? So, the school of Rabbiani says that the reason is is because the Rish is talking about where it's her merit, and, and that's when it came into her domain, and therefore she should have all full rights on it. And they say, if it's Biskusa, you fell into, after all, once she was betrothed, it's his zuchusim, it's his merit that, that these things happened to her at this point in time. So the Gemara says, if it's Biskusa, then why would her sale, be the be acceptable? Obviously, we're not looking at it as it definitely is Biskusa. So the Gemara says, you're absolutely right. The Reisha is definitely Biskusa. He can't take any credit for the fact that she uh, was, was so fortunate to have her rich uncle die and leave her everything. Okay? That he can't say any, any, any rights to it. But over here, um, it's different, right? So the Gemara says, um, so, so the Gemara says, but in the Seifa, it's not for sure that it's her schos, maybe it's his schos. So therefore, she shouldn't tell him, but if she does, you know, since maybe it is still her schos, because after all, the marriage wasn't already consummated, so therefore, it's been a good sale, and she shouldn't sell. She took us to the comment of Rebuta that was said, that he said over the, what the Chalm told Rabbi Gamliel. So, the question is, which case is Rabbi Yehuda talking about? Because there's two cases. There's the case of when Lechatchila she could sell it. That's where it came into her possession before the Eresin. And, uh, um, and then now it's the Eresin. And she's Lechatchila allowed to sell it, according to everybody. Is that where the Chacham are talking to Rabbi Gamliel? Um, or is it talking about in the Bidiavid case, where Beis Hill's opinion, which is basically saying that... Uh, uh, that if it came into her possession after the Eresin, and now she wants to sell it, she's not allowed to, but if she does, it's a good sale. And they're asking on that. Okay? That's the question. So, um, the, we brought a raya from a Bryce. The Bryce, when it brought down this discussion, so it fleshed it out a little more. Their argument was, look, they're both his wife, um, meaning both Eresin and Nisun, why shouldn't the sale be bottle in here, just like it's a bottle over there? So the Gemara says, we should not be, we're going to allow the Yishanim as well. Like we saw in the Mishnah. So what do you see? That they're asking in the Evid case, the Bidi Evid, if it's a sale, why is it a good sale? That's what they're asking. Okay. Now, Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya says that they got the conversation wrong. That's what. That's not what they. That's not what Rabbi Gamliel answered to the Chacham. Rather, he was answering them. Is that what do you want to say? That the Erison should be the same 
as Nisuin. That's not the same thing. Um, by a Nisua, the yes, there's something that comes into property by Nisuin. Uh, she her sale is invalidated. That's because the husband has all the rights. What she finds goes to the husband. Her earnings goes to the husband. Her fasnadarim, he's in control. So of course it makes sense that he that that she can't just sell things. However, when it comes to Anarusa, he number one she finds things she gets to keep it. She earns things she gets to keep her earnings. She he doesn't have rights over her fasnadarim. So it makes a lot of sense that he should not have control. What are you talking? It's not a fair comparison. Oh, so they said, okay, beautiful. I hear, Rabbi, Rabbi Gamliel, what you're talking about if it was sold prior to the Nisuin. But what if it was in the possession from before, but it's after the Nisuin? So now what are you going to say? So that's where, you, that's where you kicked in with that comment. We're embarrassed about the new stuff that came into possession after the Nisuin, that she should not have control to sell it. And now you want to say that even things that she had owned from before, she shouldn't be allowed to sell, be the evidence at least. So, um, so that's the story. Um, now, in this version... Um, and this is what's difficult. The version of the Brisa, it sounds like the Rebbe Gamliel's opinion, actual opinion is that even um, if it was uh, in her, um, um, if it was in her possession from before the Nisuin, and then she got consummated the marriage and she sold it, is she allowed to sell it? That's what it sounds like in the Brisa, according to Rebbe Gamliel. Or is it only Bidyevet? If she sold it, it's good sale. And our mission sounds like it's only Bidyevet if she sold it's good sale. Here it sounds like it's the Chathila, the Braisa. So that's the question. So Rav Zvid's answer was, is that, yeah, amend the Mishnah to reflect the understanding of the Braisa, that it's not Imachra, but it's Mocheres Venusenes Vekayim, her gifting, her sales, all good and complete right and autonomy to do it, as long as she had it in her possession from before. Okay. But even according to Rabbi Gamliel, this Rabbi Gamliel after, after the Kudushin, it got to her position, right? Um, or either way, but I'm saying even if it's after Kudushin, it sounds like even it sounds like either way. Yes, okay. it does sound like that. Rabbi says that uh, different answer. He says no. There's this two versions in Rabbi Gamliel. There's Rabbi Yudah's position in Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Chanina ben Akavia's position in Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Yudah's version is that it's that it's all that even Rabbi Gamliel doesn't allow it only be the Abed. If she sold it, it's a good sale. And Rabbi Rabbi Chanina ben Akavia says no. It's even lechatchila. So the Gemara says that Rabbi Chanina ben Akavia is taking sides in Beishami Basil. Remember, only Beishami was the one who says that something that came into possession. By Aris, after Arison, is is she free to sell? And uh, he's going like Peshame and not Hill. So Gemara says no. Rabchanina ben Akavi holds that uh, that uh, that and Peshil don't argue over here. That's what that's what his position is. Hmm. Now, what's the bottom line? Rabbi Shmuel both agree that it doesn't matter when it came to her possession before Arison or after Arison, and then came along the Nisuin. The husband, once she's married, then all control is relinquished, basically. She has no control over selling and gifting that property anymore. Um, which is not like Rabbi Yehuda and not like Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya. So the Gemara says, you're right. It's not like either of them. <laughs> That's true. Correct. You're right, because Rabbi Yehuda says that it's been the Abed a good sale. And Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya says, the she can sell it. So what's the deal over here? Um, they hold like the Rabbi Seinu. 
which the Bryce brings down, the Rabbi Seinu went back on this topic, and they said it doesn't matter when it came to her possession, whether before they were sin or after they were sin, and then she got the Nisuin, a husband can take away from the buyer, the sale is reversed. Okay. Next we says that what everybody agreed to in the Mishnah, after the Nisuin comes into her possession, Elu Maidim, both sides agree, Shammai and Mishil both agree that her sale is invalid. Now, is our Mishnah really expressing what's, what was the Takana of Usha? Because Rav Yosef Rav says that in Usha there were Misakin that a woman can sell, who does sell her Nixim, look, during the lifetime of her husband, and then she dies, the husband can take away from the buyer. Um, so the Gemara says, no, no. Our Mishnah is talking about a case where it's during her lifetime, and the husband is taking it away only during her lifetime because he's entitled to the payers. That's all. After she dies, he yes. loses it. It goes back to the buyer. Okay? Um, and her sale, in other words, her sale isn't exactly an invalid sale. It's just that in the meantime, it's not a valid sale. Okay? Um, Takuna Susha is saying that even... But if she dies, then that if she goes dies, back. No, no. That's what Takuna Susha instituted. Takuna Susha is that if she dies, then the sale... Even that the sale is reversed but, and given reversed and given back to the husband. Yeah, that's but that's the Takanus Usha. Our oh. Mishnah didn't say that. Our Mishnah is only talking oh. about during their lifetime and Paris. It's only focused on the mm. Paris. The, what that's talking about is who got, who Yashins. So the, that's what is is uh, the the husband is even inheriting the land even after she dies away from the buyer. So what happens with the buyer? He gets the money back. He's yeah. Hopefully he gets paid back. From, yeah. From whoever took the money. I mean, the the lady, but she's the dead. Lady. She's dead, yes. Yeah, so, so basically, the, the guy just gave money and got nothing. Sometimes that happens. Yes. <laughs> yes, sure Sometimes does. that happens. Uh, talking from experience, sometimes that's what happens. Okay, which brings us to the next piece. So we saw in the Mishnah of Shimon's opinion, who says that there's a difference between the chasim that are known to the husband and the chasim that are unknown to the husband. So what is the definition of known and not known? So Rabbi Yosef Ruchanina says, uh, any real estate, land, that's called known. Any metalplan, um, that's called not known. Uh, Rabbi Yosef says not true. If all those are known. Um, what's not known is something that falls into Rishos and it's in overseas. It's not with her. If it's with her, that's called known property. If it's not with her, it, you know, she felt, you know, her, she has somebody, like I said, the rich uncle died. No oh, kids. in Nigeria, the, in the Nigeria, prince, right, the prince, the prince in Nigeria. <laughs> I wasn't saying that example, I was saying, uh, whatever, it's in Hawaii, point being, it's not here, the asset, that's where uh, it's People called the not known, it. and then she would have control. That's at least according to Shimon. And we said, we brought Bryce that that's the definition. And that is where we left off, and we'll take it from here.